The following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. It's Monday night in Atlanta, and that means it's time to talk Yellow Jacket Athletics in this week's edition of GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. GT60 is brought to you by Georgia Power, bringing you the energy for every game day and to your community, too. Visit georgiapower.com sports to learn more. Now, to get things started, we head live to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. And a very good Monday evening to you. Welcome in, everyone, to a new edition of GT60 here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Hope it's been a wonderful Martin Luther King Day holiday for you. And we look forward to talking with you over the next hour here with head coach Josh Pastor. You can chime in right now, toll-free, 866-477-7020, the hashtag on Twitter if you want to drop your question there is GT60. We'll break down what we saw in a pair of home games this past week, Wednesday night versus Notre Dame, Saturday versus Virginia, and of course we'll look ahead to a road matchup against the first place team in the league, the Louisville Cardinals. That's coming up on Wednesday night from the Yum Center. I'm Andy DeVenture. Without further ado, let's welcome in the man to my right, your head coach of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, Josh Pastor. Coach, how are you? Andy, I'm doing well. Just got a quick workout in before a radio show. show for a radio show. So, if I'm sweating a little bit, that's why, Andy. Well, I don't think people will mind the sweat so much as you breathing heavily into the microphone. But <laughs> I'll try uh, to do a better. I need to stay in good shape. You know what I mean? With the amount of turnovers we've had, it's taken some years off my life. You know, you're, you're a very animated guy on the sideline. I can imagine you burn up some calories during a typical game night. Usually during <clears throat> during a game, when I get home, I, I have to take a shower because my undershirt is drenched because of the intensity of every possession. And... Uh, you know, I, I love my job. I love coaching. I love being a head coach. I love being at Georgia Tech. and But I have such a burning desire, that fire in your belly, to win, to win for Georgia Tech, to win for my bosses, to win for the alumni, and most importantly, to win for the players. So every possession is so intense with so much passion for me that uh, um, it's, there's no, it's a hard way to describe it, uh, Andy, just with that that adrenaline rush of that competitive fire uh, on, on how bad you want to do, not just win the game, mm-hmm. but I like to say EPIP, EPIP, every possession is precious. And you certainly wear that uh, on your sleeve, no doubt, every game night. We'll get to the, the matter at hand, but if you were to put a pedometer on every head coach in Division One basketball, which coach do you think would have the most steps during a game day Ooh. from his pacing back and forth? Well, good question. Um, I, I would probably need. I'd probably be up there. I think I don't know if I'd be up there in the steps because I kind of stay on that far side of the mm-hmm. between the you know the coaching box and the first seat. I think Tom Crean paces a lot. I think John Calipari paces a lot. Um, I think I, I don't. You you covered him, Frank Martin. I don't think he paces, but he he sweats when he coaches. Am I right on that or? You know, I was, I've never been up close to him, okay. nor would I even call him out on that. Okay, so, there you yeah, go. Yeah. He's a good friend of mine, so yeah. uh, uh, and, I, and, and I say that in all due respect and kindness because he would squash me. Sure. There's no question about that. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure, you know, each coach has their different viewpoint, but I can speak for myself um, <clears throat> uh, that I, I do like to get up and down. I'm, I'm a little bit animated, but I'm, I'm just a big believer in energy. And... Um, um, and I and I that every possession, man, I I feel it inside. I'm with it. I I, I live it. And um, 
you can't. I pre- can't explain it. I just can't explain it. But you can see me by my actions. There's no question about you it. You can't preach energy if you yourself are sedentary. So you, you obviously live it on the sideline, and we appreciate you stopping by here for the next hour. If I told you before the game that your team would shoot 50% against the team that's number one in the nation in field goal percentage defense, you would take that offer eight days out of the week. And you guys shot 50% against Virginia on Saturday, but too many turnovers, particularly in the first half, to overcome. 48 hours later, what, what's kind of your assessment of uh, that game on Saturday, 63-58 Virginia? Well, look, you and I talked before the game, <clears throat> and I said that if we score 60, we're going to win the game. Look, and I, I'm passionate about this, Andy, and I really mean this. And I, I'm, I'm going to go more into depth because I want to talk about the Notre Dame Wednesday and obviously Virginia Saturday. Mm-hmm. I mean this, and I and I. We are we are we are a good team right now. <clears throat> In the four years, it's the best we've been. I mean, we're scoring offensively. We're 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 we're. Um, Number one in the in, in, in conference stats, because that's what I'm looking at in conference, because non-conference people play different people. In conference stats, we're number one in the conference, in conference play, in assist on made field goals, where it's about 63%, which is number one. We're number one in the conference, I think, in pace of play. Um, we're one of the, I think, top four in three-point shooting, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think we're top something, top five, or maybe in offensive efficiency in the league. Uh, we're number two in two-point field goal percentage. We're the we're the team that's taken the lowest number of threes in the league. Um, <clears throat> we are we have really improved offensively. We are we are a good basketball team. We have gotten a lot better, and and every game we play, we are now talented enough in a sense that we can go in and we're playing well enough that we believe that we can go in and and win the game. And of course, you believe that no matter when you're coaching. But I really believe that because of our of our experience factor and our uh, you know kind of the getting old and guys have developed and gotten better, which is part of our plan, we now have a realistic chance of winning every time we step on the floor. The facts are, though, you are kind of look. I can't explain. So I can explain that on why I believe our team is that, Andy. But I understand also on a side part of it that, look, there is sports has a scoreboard. There's a winner and loser, and you have a record. And, um, <clears throat> and that's a lot of times what you're judged by. And all I can tell you is, yes, our record is not acceptable. Our record is not what I want it to be. Yes, we've had some issues prior to Jose, you know, when he was injured in that November, early December time period. But we are a different team. We're a better team, and we've and we've vastly improved, and we're really close to turning the corner. And will we turn the corner? I believe we will. But we're but we are close to turning the corner to getting over the hump. Once we get over the hump, we then have a chance to become a championship level program. But yes, the results have not matched up to what I'm, you're saying. Well, coach, you're you're. You got seven eyes, man. I mean, you're you're just you're you're an alien. I mean, what are you talking about? How can you say that but you're losing games? And all I, and and in the last three home games we should have won. Duke we should have won. We should have won versus Notre Dame. We should have won versus Virginia. Now I say all that to say I, I give full credit to Duke, full credit to Notre Dame, full credit to Virginia. They got great coaches and great players, so they did their part too. But we had a lot of self-inflicted wounds, and we should have won the game in all three games, Andy. And that is why I believe we're close, <clears throat> because we're close to turning the corner. Our, our hump, to get over the hump, when I say to get over the hump, 
getting over the hump is is being able to close out, finish, and being tough enough to not have some of those turnovers that we're having. Our we can look at a couple offensive rebounds here that the opponent gets, or maybe so. In the end, what is what is stopping us from getting to the next phase, to getting over the hump, to becoming a championship-level program, is now not having those self-inflicted wounds of the turnovers. A lot of our turnovers are not happening because of the defense that we're playing. It's because it's it's a factor of just internally the guys have got to take self-pride accountability that, okay, this possession, E-P-I-P, this every possession is precious. This possession is so important, Andy. We're at the 17:53 mark in the first half. That possession is just as important as the possession with one minute and one second to go in the game. And if we and and and, and that is where we've got to get to for our guys to fully understand on valuing the ball because of our offensive situation right now, because we've become a, a really good offensive team in a sense, the way we're scoring, number one in pace of play and, and everything else, we are, we are costing ourselves games because we're, not, we're, not, we're turning the ball over. And, um, and, and the turnovers are based on self-inflicted. I mean, Virginia, we shot 50%, 36 from three. We got to the paint a lot. We had some other great looks but it's those it's those non no reason turnovers that are happening um, uh, that just can't happen, and so I believe we're close. We're close to getting over the hump. And Miller, I think there's like a is there like a uh, I don't know maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I hear that it's you hear me clear on everything. I can hear it you. Feels loud like and it goes clear, in yeah. there a little bit. But but anyway, because uh, <clears throat> I have a, these are like my state of the union words for Georgia Tech Yellow Jacket Nation. You know what I mean? But. Uh, um, and I don't have a teleprompter either. You know, I'm speaking from the heart. Uh, but Andy, I, I, I just were there, and 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 I look. I get it. I get it. Fans are frustrated. Look, nobody's more frustrated and disappointed by our record than myself. I mean, I I can only tell you that I take nobody takes it harder than I do. I get the emails. I understand where people are coming from. Nobody takes it worse than I do. I assure you that. But we are close. And does that mean we're going to beat Louisville Wednesday? I, I, I can't guarantee that. Does it mean we're going to win any more rest of our games? I, I, I can't guarantee. I just know if we just clean up some of our, those, those self-inflicted wounds and the turnovers, we are going to get over the hump. And I believe that. And we're, and we're right there. Um, and, um, and I've told our guys we've got to continue to focus on the process. There's, you know, our guys have all gotten better, but based on who we are and what we are, we don't have any margin for error, Andy. And because of who we are and what we are, we don't have any margin for error. We can have self-inflicted wounds. Versus Virginia, we should have been up 10-4, 8-2, 12-6, 14-4. We, we had like 18 turnovers, and about six of them were in the first four to five minutes of the first half, and they weren't able to score either. Hmm. And we had, and you've got to be able to take advantage of that. And because of our our, our ability to score the ball, it's it's just they're, 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 it's it's kicking us in the tail, and 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 they're just it's, they're, they bite us in the rear, kick us in the tail, and it's just and it's just you know it it, it, it puts us in a tough spot, and we can't give away those possessions. And our darn it, our guards have to be better. This is a guards game, Andy. Bubba Parm, Jose Alvarado, Michael DeVoe, I think those three combined on 
on Saturday for, if I'm not mistaken, um, eight, eight or 11 of our, if I'm not, I don't have the stats right in front of me, but we had 18 total turnovers. Mike had five. Jose had nine. nine, nine, half of our turnovers from three guards. You look at, you look at our game on, on Wednesday versus Notre Dame. I think we had seven of our thirteen were from our guards. Back to back games, over fifty percent of our turnovers are from our three guards. This is a guards game. You win games with guard play. Now I love our guards, but they've got to value the ball. It has to be. It's got to be like. You know, it's got to be like their own child. They're, they're, you know, you just, you've got to, and that, per, that, that preciousness of every possession is precious. And they manage the game. They run the game. We've got to be near perfect in that perfection based on our, in that area, based on our ability to score this year and because we have no margin for error. All right, we'll continue to break it down. We do want to hear from you tonight, 866-477-7020. The hashtag on Twitter is GT60. Just getting started here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Of course, not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when they're served with a nice cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. Back for more right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It sucks. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No, seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill. And an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. Tech fans play hard, work smart, and are passionate about winning. And at Ford Motor Company, we are too. That's why the all-new 2020 Ford Explorer is the best-selling large SUV in America. It's built for life's adventures and diehard fans like you. Drive it today. Drive it home. Drive it like a Ford. Visit BuyFordNow.com or see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Based on 2018 CV sales of large utilities with three rows. Based on Ford segmentation. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tech fans, come check out what everyone's been talking about. Grindhouse Killer Burgers was voted Atlanta's best burger by Creative Loafing for five years running. Featuring beef, turkey, veggie, and the all-new Impossible Burger. Choose sides such as onion rings, award-winning chili, fresh salads, and indulge in our milkshakes, including our famous boozy shake. Visit our five locations throughout Metro Atlanta, which include dozens of local craft beers, wine, a full liquor bar, tons of patio seating, and TVs playing sports and cult movie classics. Live fast, eat well. Grindhouse Killer Burgers. Up-to-date breaking news on the Yellow Jackets, there's no better source than RamblinRec.com, the official website of Georgia Tech Athletics. RamblinRec.com provides detailed content and results on all Georgia Tech teams. With innovative photos, live game and coaches show broadcasts, and in-depth interviews about the Jackets, RamblinRec.com is your complete online source for Yellow Jacket sports news when you just have to know. Visit RamblinRec.com and make it your start page each time you log on to the web. Go to the source. Go to RamblinRec.com. Welcome back to GT60 Live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. For more, let's head back live now to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. 
And GT60 is presented by your Atlanta area BMW centers. BMW, the official luxury vehicle of Georgia Tech Athletics. I'm Andy Demetri. He's Josh Pastor getting you sent for a Wednesday night showdown in Louisville as Georgia Tech takes on the 6-1 Louisville Cardinals tied with Florida State atop the league standings. Georgia Tech faltering 63-58 to Virginia on Saturday. Virginia's in action tonight versus North Carolina State. We'll have a Coca-Cola ACC refresher coming up a little later on. Coach, is there there a common culprit to these turnovers? Well, look, I mean, <clears throat> there's a few things, Andy, on on that, and and the common culprit is it's it's just guys maybe forcing passes. No, yeah, or... but they're self-inflicted. There's stuff that shouldn't happen, and we've just got to be better about that. Um, you know, it'd be different if we're, every team we're playing is pressure is a, is pressing full court, and we're getting to the paint probably the best we've ever been, and then from there we've got to make the right decision. We've got to make the right play. We've got to make the right um, – we, we've got to have the toughness, the toughness to make the play that is the single, not the home run, nothing fancy. And, and again, that's just part of the maturation process. Um, uh, you know, look, I, again, I, I mean, nobody's more frustrated when we have the turnovers because, because of the way we're scoring the ball – it's costing us an opportunity to, to score because it's taking away extra possessions. And and if we didn't have – if we just – I mean, look, you're not going to have a game where you're going to have zero turnovers, but if you just cut a few, we beat Duke, Virginia, mm-hmm. Duke, Notre Dame, and Virginia. And that's the difference between us getting to a to a championship-level program and, and not. And that's why I keep saying we're really close. We're right there. I understand the record. I get it. And it's and you are you know people say hey well you are what your record is you're right but I can just I just know from my chair we have gotten better we have improved um, d- does that guarantee success of wins no I mean and, and nobody wants to win more than I do so I can have that satisfaction for the fans for the for our our you know bosses for for and most importantly for our current student athletes because they are busting their tail. And um, we've just got to, uh, you know, we just need the ball to bounce a way or two. Mm-hmm. But that's the, but th- that's out of our control. The ball to bounce our way. What we can control is not having those self-inflicted wounds or those turnovers. And that we we spend time on it. We watch so much film, Andy. We emphasize it. I think our defense, even though it's still good, has slipped a little bit. Partly because we have spent so much time on offense and really haven't focused enough or as much as we've been previously defensively because we've put our time and energy offensively. Because you've gotten so many paint touches, that sometimes brings the ball in a very compacted area. You can send a second defender at the ball handler, more passes in close quarters. Would you acknowledge that having that ball in the paint so often that it can sometimes leave you more at risk of turnovers? Well, um, I think there's a few things. I think one – you know, because we're 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 spending a lot of time on just instead of plays on on just being a better basketball player, we we haven't. You know, there's some things adjustments we've made. If you've noticed, we haven't. James Banks, besides last game where he got some of those turnovers and those travels, we've done a much better job of taking him out of the elbow area and him having some of those passes, um, and um, um, and 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 because of that, we've had a few. You know, we've had he's had less turnovers. Mm-hmm. But, but, Annie, this is a guards game. Everything's about guard play. 
And you're right. If we won the Virginia game shooting 50% and 36 from, from three, I would have told you we would won the game. I also told you that if we scored 60, we would have won. And we, if we got to 60, we probably would have won. You know, obviously they got to 63. Part of that was the fouls. But, uh, you know, that's just – these are things that we've got to, you know, continue to – and we will continue to, to get better on. You know, our pace of play right now, as I said, is number one in the, in the, in the ACC in conference play, offensive pace of play. The last time we were in the top 100 in the country in pace of play, the last time Georgia Tech was top 100 in the country in pace of play was 2011. Mm. So, you know, we are trending in the right direction. I told, you know, it, it's been important to me that we're that we're playing faster, we're getting more possessions, that we've improved our offense. We've just got to get over the hump, Andy. And, and, and look, this is the ACC. This is what makes the ACC so tough, that life in the ACC, it's just – you can play really well and still lose. And based on our margin of error, which is none, we don't have any margin for error. Who we are and what we are, we just don't have that margin for error. So so our mis- the things that we can control, we've got to control the controllables. And what are the controllables? Those are some of those self-inflicted wounds. I mean, we it, it's our passes, and, and it's just, you know, James got to be able to make sure he's, his hands are up, elbows out, palms facing the ball when he's ready to catch and, and explode up on the dunk. But... But there's just some of those self-inflicted wounds we've got to be better, better about, and um, and we'll keep uh, we'll keep attacking it. Um, we've got to be better in some areas on our ball screen coverage as well defensively. Like I said, I thought there was a little slippage there based on on we've spent so much time on the offensive end, uh, which that area has been emphasized, reinforced, and has gotten better. But. Uh, uh, we'll just continue to stay after it. Uh, speaking of it being a guards game, you had a chance to brief the media earlier today about Michael DeVoe. He didn't play down the stretch, had the, the shoe off. Uh, I know you wanted to give everybody a status update on your sophomore guard. We'll do that after the break. First, though, Higher Regency Atlanta has rambling rates all season. Visit HigherRegencyAtlanta.com and use offer code GTAC. Higher Regency Atlanta, a preferred partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. It's GT60 tonight on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tech fans play hard, work smart, and are passionate about winning. And at Ford Motor Company, we are too. That's why the all-new 2020 Ford Explorer is the best-selling large SUV in America. It's built for life's adventures and diehard fans like you. Drive it today. Drive it home. Drive it like a Ford. Visit BuyFordNow.com or see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Based on 2018 CV sales of large utilities with three rows. Based on Ford segmentation. Court, a part of Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway Company, is the nation's leading provider of transition services, including furniture rental for home and office, even furnishings, destination services, apartment locating, touring, and other services. With more than 100 offices, showrooms and clearance centers across the U.S., operations in the U.K., and partners in more than 80 countries, no other furniture rental company can match Court's breadth of services and company-wide commitment to making a house a home, an office a great place to work, and an event a memorable celebration. For more info, visit Court.com. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. The Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through the directorscup.com, USA Today, or L Directors' Cup on Twitter. Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. It's not just our color. 
It's our commitment. It defines us, drives us. It's our standard and our pursuit. When you come to the flats, you need to remember something. Our gold is unbreakable, forever gold-blooded. We are Georgia Tech Basketball. Live with GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. To be a part of today's show, give us a call on the hotline at 866-477-7020 or send your question on Twitter using hashtag GT60. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. GT60 is presented tonight and every week by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. We welcome your calls, as always, on GT60, 866-477-7020. You can also drop in your questions on Twitter. Tweet them using the hashtag GT60. Alongside head coach Josh Pastner, I'm Andy Dimitri. had a chance to fill in the media on uh, Michael DeVoe, who uh, seemed to have hurt his foot in the closing minutes of the uh, Virginia game. What can you tell us about Michael? Well, Michael, uh, he uh, the good news is the MRI came back and everything was negative. He was in a boot today, so uh, will he will he play Wednesday is questionable. Uh, so I don't know if he'll play Wednesday because it depends on his soreness. Um, so he he is questionable right now for the game on Wednesday, but nothing serious on that. It will really just come down to his pain tolerance and how his foot's feeling. So right now his he is questionable for uh, for Wednesday. Jose's had some back spasms. Evan Cole. Uh, he really had hurt his his arm on that uh, play where he missed both free throws. And I, I asked him, are you okay? And I was and I would like to sub them out um, and had someone else shoot the free throws because I didn't know his arm was hurting. Like, mm. you know, I mean, it was. He, I asked him, is he okay? Is he okay? And then he said his arm was hurting so bad. I wish he had communicated that to me. I probably would have had him out, even though, obviously, um, uh, Tony Bennett would have had an opportunity to pick the free throw shooter. But uh, – um, uh, and he ended up missing those two free throws, Evan, and part of that was arm. So I would say Evan is questionable depending on how he feels tomorrow for Wednesday as, as well. So Evan Cole and Michael DeVoe are both questionable for Wednesday's game. Michael's foot, is this the same issue he had over the summer? Different issue, okay. different deal, different part of the foot. Just And, and it shouldn't be that big of a deal. Like I said, I, I, would, I would expect – that if he doesn't play Wednesday, he would play Saturday. Okay, very well. And that's a shame for Evan because he's given you some solid minutes off the bench. You inserted him in the second half, six points, four rebounds, uh, and he seems to have been a guy who's found his niche here over the last couple of weeks. What have you liked what Evan has brought on the floor for you? Yeah, he, he's given us really good minutes. He's he's busted his tail. Um, um, he's He's just been really, really a, a great energy guy. Um, I didn't think he was as, as good versus Notre Dame. He didn't play as well versus Notre Dame, got hurt in a couple closeouts, didn't come up with a 50-50 ball in the corner, got pinned in on a drive. But he was really good for us in, in Boston College, obviously was really good for us in North Carolina. Oh, yeah. Um, gave us some good minutes versus Duke and really gave us good minutes versus Virginia. So, uh, you know, Evan's going to play hard for you. It was a tough day for Evan on on Saturday. Uh, unfortunately, his uncle, um, you know, was who is in bad health, uh, passed, was passing away or, they're, you know, they were – he was in bad shape, so the family had, you know, he was being pulled off of, of the support that he was having uh, uh, on his lifeline there. So, um, and Evan had to go see him and say goodbye on Saturday. So, 
Um, I say all that to say that it was a really tough day for Evan. And, um, uh, and, and of course, I gave him the opportunity not to play if he didn't want to play because, obviously, to, to have that with his uncle. And, um, but he wanted to play, and he was able to say goodbye, and, 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 and he played, and, and, uh, and he gave us great minutes. And Evan's a great young man. He's on track to graduate in three years. He's a phenomenal uh, person and represents Georgia Tech at, at the highest level. And, you know, it's not easy to, to be on pace to graduate in three years as a student athlete at Georgia Tech. As a regular student. It's, as a regular student, yeah. correct. So you got to give Evan Cole tons of credit uh, just as, as his overall character and the young man that he is. All right, well, we certainly send our thoughts to Evan and his family. Uh, Jose Alvarado, you mentioned him fighting through back spasms, and you could see him wincing in the latter stages of the first half versus Virginia. He shook that off to score 18 of his 20 points after halftime. How do you manage to have success? Picking the locks of Virginia's defense. Yeah, he he, uh, you know, Jose didn't play as well this week as he's been. I thought he he didn't make as good of decisions as he's been. Now that last three when we were up down fifty five fifty nine that went in and out by uh, Jose there. You know, went down in the hoop and then out. If he made that, who knows? He'd been down by one and you know. But uh, um, he didn't play as well on some of the decision makings, both in the Notre Dame and and. uh, Virginia game. Now, I think versus Notre Dame, he did have nine assists. He did. But, uh, career he did, high. but he had three turnovers, and a couple of them were, were, were key turnovers. And then the Virginia game, I don't know how many assists did he have in the Virginia game. He had, I think he had three turnovers for Virginia, too. Uh, let's see. Uh, Alvarado had two assists, two turnovers versus Virginia. Okay, two assists, two turnovers. And that's just the one-to-one ratio is not good enough. So I didn't think overall in the whole week because he was 11-5, and five, 11 assists, five turnovers. Uh, in the week, that's a two to one, you know, a little under two to one. That's just not good enough at his position. It's got to be four to one, possibly even five to one, uh, if you're really going to be, you know, exceptional. Because it's all about guards play, Andy. You win games with guards play, and especially in college, especially in college basketball. So, um, but you know, he made some shots. I I wouldn't trade Jose. I wouldn't trade any of the guys for anybody. <laughs> but but I wouldn't trade Jose obviously for anyone either. And just because of his toughness, his competitive fire. Sometimes, you know, he made that silly foul late in the first half where he's reaching the guy with five seconds on the shot clock. We had him stopped. He did that same thing versus Notre Dame. I thought the three fouls affected him in the first half versus Notre Dame, and then he lost his aggressiveness defensively in the second half. I thought Notre Dame – I thought we really played well versus Notre Dame in a lot of areas. They hit some tough shots, Andy. They hit some tough twos, and they're a really good basketball team. And uh, that ended up, you know, obviously – making it tough for us because it was a you know we got up 47 41 and notre dame just does that to you and i told our guys when we get a lead versus notre dame you've got to like just turn your intensity up because you they just hang around and when we hit a three i cannot stand when the other when we go we hit a three and then we give up a three the next so we hit up a three and then instead it just it, i'd rather give up a two than a three because at least it's a one point difference uh advantage of that mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know a plus one and so and we were up 47-41, and there was a dribble handoff between Gibbs and, and – um, I think it was Goodwin. And Goodwin. And Goodwin was the X factor in the Notre Dame game. Came off the bench, hit some big shots for them, big shots, big plays. Um, and uh, he hit that shot right in front of Notre Dame's bench. And, you know, if he misses that, I think we win the game. He makes it, and it just gives him extra little life. Jose kind of cut the screen. It should have been a switch on a handoff there. Mike got underneath. Jose didn't come over. Just – wasn't good. Wasn't a good series, and the and the kid had a tough shot. His shoulders weren't even fa- weren't even square to the basket. They were facing basically to to half court, and he 
you know, knocked it in. But that's that's Notre Dame, the way they shoot the ball. We played one possession of zone versus Notre Dame, and they hit that three. Uh, it was a, you know, they couldn't score on us the first half, but again, we had those turnovers. And we could never break away in that first half. They only had 29 points. The issue was we couldn't score again. And we could score, but we had we had all those turnovers. We had nine turnovers the first half versus Notre Dame. And the reason we had 47 points the second half is because we only had four turnovers. Uh, but we've got and, – and, and having Jose have three fouls, as you saw in the first half, we struggled without him there. Uh, our floor general, our floor leader, because I had to sub him out with the last three, four minutes of the first half based on he didn't have – um, you know, we didn't have him in the game because of the because of his fouls. So the good news is you guys are making those adjustments and, and drastically whittling down your turnovers in the second half, but obviously the downside of that is you're committing too many of them in the first half, and often that's enabling the opponent to get out to a lead that, that you can't overcome. What do you convey to your guys about being more protective of the basketball in the first half? They want to adhere to your scouting report. They want to make the right pass in the right situation as you uh, have instructed them to, but you you don't want it to be forced in there to the point where they cough it up and it becomes an empty possession. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we want to be aggressive. We use the word decisiveness. Uh, what we can't play is indecisive. If we're indecisive, that's just not going to work for us. We've got to be decisive in everything that we do. But being decisive means you got to be really tight in your drives. You got to be tight in those in those margins and those closed spaces. And your pickups. We talk about pickups and pivoting. They've got to be power pickups. You've got to have strong. You got to have your rear end sit to the floor uh, as low as possible. And um, um, and you've got to be great in those areas and in those margins. It's all about you know speed finishes will get you your shot blocked. Um, it's a, it's, but the power pickup, sitting your butt on towards the floor, strong base, strong balance, bringing the ball together. You know, we, we, we spend a lot of time on that type of, of movement, uh, and in, and in drilling. And so it's working in some of those tight spaces, Andy, because we are driving and we are driving a lot. I'm, I'm disappointed we're not getting to the free throw line more. And, uh, that is something that I, you know, I've been really looking at are we getting fouled that the fouls aren't being called or are we not able are we our team's not fouling us because we are driving the ball a lot we are scoring from the paint a lot we are we, we're second in the league in in two-point scoring and um and so we are attacking the paint so with that in my theory is we should be getting to the free throw line more and i'm not saying anything about the refs or that i'm saying more mm-hmm. You know, are there being are there calls being missed, or are we are we not engaging the contact? Are we not stopping? Well, our team's not fouling us. I mean, these are things I'm looking at because part of driving and being the aggressor is you should get to the free throw line more. And so I'm really studying why is that. Um, and and part of one of our things we want to do is get you know free throw. Um, we want to shoot more. We, excuse me. We we want to make more free throws than the opponent attempts. And the best way to do that, you know, if you're just shooting a lot of threes, it's hard to get to the free throw line. But as much as we're attacking the paint, we need to be to the free throw line more. And, and whether that's us reattacking on the third side or however it needs to be, um, you know, we've got to find a way to get to the free throw line more. Because as much as we're driving and attacking the paint, I do want to say this also on Jordan Usher. Watching the tape, Jordan did a great job on getting to the offensive glass. A few things. One, you know, um, he, he, he made good efforts. The ball didn't fall to him. Two, as many twos as we shoot and in the paint twos as we shoot, there's not always long rebounds for, for offensive rebounding. So um, uh, I think that is something that, look, Jordan's learning how to play the right way. His next thing is on his cutting. 
He's got to be better on his cutting, being able to catch it on that speed on his cut and stop and use his pivot and not turn it over from there. But he is trying to make the right play. He's improving as a basketball player, uh, watching the film from the Boston College game to the Notre Dame game to the Virginia game. He's making the right strides. He's getting better as a basketball player. And uh, that's, a, that's a good sign as well, too. Well, you're doing the forensic breakdown of the game tape. It's no wonder you don't sleep. <laughs> yeah. I, always, I, there's always searching for something, right? No, you're, you're, you're constantly just you're, – you're, I'm a big <laughs> – I'm a film guy, and I watch a lot of film. And I also want to say this. You know, Moses versus Virginia, um, he, he – he, you know, that was, it was the first time in a while he didn't play really well. And it's hard for us. That's where we've become because Moses is one of our best players. He's one of the better players in the ACC at his position. Um, and, and, and he's become very consistent where you can depend on him. And versus Virginia, he struggled. I thought he just he struggled a tad bit versus her physicality. Um, he didn't have his same mojo. Wasn't, you know, he, and, and I told Moses this, that after, after um, when, when you're dealing with physicality teams, you've got to be the aggressor one, but you've got to really ha- even be at a lower base, and you've got to take up that slack in between you and that. So if you're playing against a taller guy who's more of a shot blocker, you've got to get into his body first. It's almost like a... You know, we're in defense. You don't want the offensive player's feet to get to your feet. Well, defensively, you want to, you know, or offense, you want to get his your feet because it's about foot advantage over the defender's feet defensively in the post. Defensively, you don't want his, the offensive postman's feet to get to your feet because then the offense always has advantage. And that's what he, I said. you got to get to his body. you got to get to his feet to take up that slack to put the pressure on. If you have space in between you and him, especially for a physical taller defender, the advantage will be them. So we talked about that. He he was hurt after the game on Saturday because he knew he didn't play well. He didn't he knew he didn't play to the standard of, of what we expect and what we hold him to. And and in order for us to win, he's got to be at that high level for us. Well, he's also created a high standard for himself. Makes me appreciate the consistency Moses has brought. That game versus Virginia snapped a streak of eight consecutive double digit scoring games for your Yellow Jacket Junior. Coming up, we'll continue uh, breaking down what we saw this past week in McCamish. Preview what's ahead Wednesday night at the Yum Center as Georgia Tech takes on Louisville. And of course, we want to hear from you tonight. The hashtag is GT60 on Twitter. The phone number is 866-477-7020. We'll be back after this. And the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It sucks. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No, seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill and an ice-cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke, come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day, race day. Calls for Coke, you know it. It's tailgating 101. At Georgia Power, we believe our lake should be filled with water, not trash. That a healthy honeybee population will pollinate a healthier environment that building homes is just as important as powering them. That's why we believe what we do off the grid is just as important as the clean, safe, reliable, affordable energy we provide on it. And that's a different kind of energy. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Libman makes a difference. The Libman Mop Crew is part of our winning team. The Libman Mop Crew makes sure the hardwood is clean and safe for the players every game at McCamish Pavilion. No matter what kind of flooring you have at your home court, Libman has the tools to keep it clean. Our mops, brooms, and brushes are proudly family made in the USA. Visit Libman.com to see our whole lineup and for a store locator. That's Libman.com. Libman, proud partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. RamblinRec.com is your home for up-to-the-minute Georgia Tech sports news. Log on to RamblinRec.com and you'll find exclusive stories, updated stats, ticket and scheduling information, and much more on the official website of Georgia Tech Athletics. Plus, you can tune into live games and coaches show broadcasts from anywhere in the world. Follow your favorite Jackets team online and keep up with Georgia Tech sports news as it happens at RamblinRec.com, the official website of Georgia Tech Athletics. With GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. To be a part of today's show, give us a call on the hotline at 866-477-7020 or send your question on Twitter using hashtag GT60. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when they're served with a nice cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. GT60 is also presented by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. He's Josh Pastor. I'm Andy Demetra. Our network engineer is always Miller Pope and Dan Kortz inside our network studios. And you can call in with your questions for Coach Pastor, 866-477-7020. Earlier in the program. Or you, you can s- email me, J. Pastner. You know, we were getting a little late in the hour yeah. before you dropped your email address. J. Yes. Pastner, J-P-A-S-T-N-E-R, at athletics. A-T-H-L-E-T-I-C-S dot G-A-Tech dot E-D-U. About how many emails do you receive from fans in a given week? Uh, uh, quite a few. Okay. And uh, I welcome it. Uh, not all, not all are, are happy-go-lucky. There's a lot that like to um, tell me their thoughts on from wide-ranging subjects of they, what they think about me and, and, and our team. And there's plenty of positive ones, too. But uh, – um, but hey, I I I've I asked for it because I'm the one who gives out the email, and I'm and and I like to say uh, this is a uh, this is their program, and uh, I want them to have a, a a stake in the you know in the game, and uh, and and to have that to be able to uh, express their their you know comments, suggestions, frustrations, their happiness, whatever it may be, and and I'm happy to hear it and. Uh, can't always give. I always and I always answer back to what my thoughts are, and uh, we can agree to disagree on some things. But um, but I but I re- I appreciate the fan base, and and I don't take that for granted. Jay Pastner at athletics.gatech.edu. What would be a GT60 without it? There you go. Um, so Michael Devoe earlier in the program, you said uh, could be questionable for the Louisville game after injuring his foot in the closing minutes versus Virginia. Should he not be able to go, that would obviously elevate Bubba Parham into a more of a featured role in the backcourt. I had an interview with Bubba earlier today uh, for a segment that will air on a future edition of the Georgia Tech Basketball Report. And Bubba gave me a really mature answer when I asked him about his scoring average this year compared to last year when he was a ball-dominant player and led the Southern Conference in scoring at VMI. Because I think the ego in players and their own pride 
it wouldn't sit well with them to go from averaging 21 points per game to 8 points per game. Different system, different supporting cast, higher level of competition, but still the competitor in you, that doesn't always sit well with them. And I asked Bubba about that, and he said, who I am this year, if I played who I was last year in one-on-one, it would be no contest. I would drill the player that I was last year because of the own growth that I've had in my game at areas other than scoring. So I want to ask you, how have you seen Bubba grow and mature as a player from when you first got him? In ways maybe that fans don't always see. Yep. No, that's a that's a really mature answer from Bubba, and uh, and and a, and you're right on that. I mean, he he was scoring at a high clip, and he comes here and he's averaging in single digits. Now he's had a couple double digit games, but but his he has come a long way and improved a tremendous amount. Um, the biggest area of improvement is he's made is made on the defensive end. Um, that's what he told me too. I mean, he's guarded. He's he's guarding. He's defensive rebounding. He's sticking his nose in there and coming up with loose balls, 50-50 balls, coming up with those scrums. You know, at his size, he has to come up with those loose balls and those scrums and in those tough, hard-nosed guard rebounds that, that guards have to come up, get stick their nose in and get, especially at his size. And he's been – and he's learned the game offensively. Um, he's getting better offensively, uh, making the right reads – Knowing you know when to take the right shot, knowing about how to continue to 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 make the right pickups on the ball or keep his dribble alive, not jumping in the air. That's what I was mad at him versus Notre Dame. Two of his turnovers, he had three turnovers versus Notre Dame. Two is he jumped in the air to make a pass. I said, man, that what are you doing? That's the old bub, but the new bub, we don't do that. Keep your butt down. Sit at the you you you're disciplined at the elbows and the boxes power pickups and find the right reads don't jump in the air and try to make a home run play and then he had that poor po- uh, post pass to on, on uh to james in the first half uh, but other than that i mean but overall he 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 has really improved he's a, he's a great young man very high character i love being around him love coaching him um he's tough he's got a chip in an, on his shoulder he's he wants to prove he belongs in the acc and uh, he's only going to continue to get better. And, and you, we've got him for a whole nother year, which is exciting as well, too. And this is all new for him. I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's him continuing to understand and get better and, and understand the level of what it takes. And, and uh, you know, I don't know how many people know this, too. He, you know, he played against Josh Okogie. He, he and Josh were close in high school, obviously. Um, uh, because he's from Snellville, obviously Josh is from Snellville. He told me that he and Josh started playing together. Yep. Back in second grade. Back in the second, on a, on the like the little league teams and stuff, and they compete against each other in high school. So he and Josh are are good friends, and they obviously grew up in the Snellville area. But uh, um, and uh, and you know, obviously, look, the the reason we have him, it's 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 he he came here based on uh, you know a medical situation with his family. And uh, um, so we, 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 he's here because of that, but he's taken advantage of the opportunity to be here. And, and he's shown that he belongs in the ACC, that he's a really good guard. He's a phenomenal young man. I love coaching him. His teammates love him. Um, he's, he's just, he's, you know, very respectful. He does his job on and off the floor. Um, you know, he comes from VMI, which is a very strict school and and they did a great job with him there both obviously on the basketball floor and 
and uh, off the floor. So we're very fortunate and, and happy to have Bubba. We don't want to have him under the circumstances of why he decided to come here, uh, but we're happy that he's here and things have worked out for him on and off the floor. Well, he, I, I can say this. He doesn't miss the 7 a.m. formations yeah, in the yeah. core of cadets at VMI. Yeah. You're happy to have him. You'll be happy to have him Wednesday night when Georgia Tech travels to Louisville. The Cardinals ranked in the top 15. They are the other top shooting team by field goal percentage in the ACC. We'll break down the keys to a Georgia Tech road win, maybe another gas station trip between the Yum Center and the Louisville Airport. But first, it's our Coca-Cola ACC refresher. That'll be on the other side of this break. GT60 is brought to you by Georgia United Credit Union, the official credit union of Georgia Tech Athletics. We're back after this in the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tech fans play hard, work smart, and are passionate about winning. And at Ford Motor Company, we are too. That's why the all-new 2020 Ford Explorer is the best-selling large SUV in America. It's built for life's adventures and diehard fans like you. Drive it today. Drive it home. Drive it like a Ford. Visit BuyFordNow.com or see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Based on 2018 CV sales of large utilities with three rows. Based on Ford segmentation. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It sucks. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No. Seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill. And an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. It's not just our color, it's our commitment. It defines us, drives us, it's our standard and our pursuit. When you come to the flats, you need to remember something. Our gold is unbreakable, forever gold-blooded. We are Georgia Tech Basketball. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield IMG College. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. Welcome back to GT60 Live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. For more, let's head back live now to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Well, let's get you into a Coca-Cola ACC refresher, shall we? And maybe you want to pay attention to the game taking place tonight, North Carolina State at Virginia, and that's because North Carolina State is Georgia Tech's next opponent at McCamish Pavilion. That comes on Saturday. They are entertaining Virginia right now. We'll get you a score on that just as soon as uh, the page loads. 
includes elsewhere. Tuesday, Wake Forest is at Clemson. Miami is at Duke. And then Wednesday, alongside our game, Syracuse travels to Notre Dame. North Carolina takes on Virginia Tech. Tar Heels continue to struggle as they lost again to Pittsburgh on Saturday. And then Boston College goes to the Peterson Event Center to take on the Panthers. And that is your Coca-Cola ACC refresher. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when they're served with a nice cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola tastes the feeling. They're at half in Charlottesville, North Carolina State 28, Virginia 26. So there you go. Helps to have a good data plan. All right, let's uh, talk about Louisville Cardinals. They are 15-3 overall, 6-1 in the ACC. Had a three-game road trip, won all three, Notre Dame, Pittsburgh, and then they went to Cameron on Saturday, led by as many as 15 in the first half, held on and knocked off Duke 79-73. When you flip on the film, Coach, of this Cardinals team, what impresses you the most? Well, I, well, one is I think they're really good. Let me just say this. I, I said uh, in the um, in the fall at the league meetings, I said this to a lot of the media guys, I thought Louisville's a lock to be in Atlanta. In fact, I thought they were the best team in the country on paper in the preseason based on who they have returning. They're loaded. Obviously, I still think Florida State now. I said after we played Florida State that they're going to – I think Florida State's going to win the – you know, as a good chance they're to win the They're number five. They got the number yeah. five uh, ranking today. Yeah, they're really good. So – but listen, Louisville, I, like I said – they're a team that I said in the preseason that could be that I would be surprised if they're not here in Atlanta in the Final Four. So they're a really good basketball team, very well coached, run a lot of great actions. Obviously, Jordan Awara, who we we recruited our tail off to try to get him here, um, and obviously ended up signing with Coach Patino in Louisville at the time. But uh, um, <clears throat> uh, he's a he's a great player. He's a pro. I was hoping he went pro last year. You know. Uh, but he can really, really score the ball, really shoot the ball. Louisville can shoot it, you know, from many, many positions. Uh, I thought David Johnson, so to answer your question about watching the Duke game, one, I thought Louisville was very fired up after the previous year. They lost, I don't know if you remember, they played Duke at Louisville, and I think that, you know, whatever. They were, they were up 23 20, midway yeah. through the second half and, and Duke rallied the game. to win. So yeah. they, were, they were fired up and locked in to play that game on Saturday. It was obviously game day and all that stuff. Um, uh, and David Johnson came off the bench for Louisville, and um, uh, and was I, he was the best player on the floor on both teams. And, and now he hasn't played like that every game, but he was really really good. And I had seen that he had, he did hurt his shoulder, but he is going to play on Wednesday uh, versus us. But uh, he was really really good. Um, you know they can play multiple ways. Darius Perry is really shooting the ball well right now. Uh, uh, McMahon can shoot the ball. I, I talked about Nawara. You know, they the the kid Sutton's a tough is a tough matchup. Six five, but he's, he's averaging just, close to nine rebounds a game. He plays a four. He's undersized, but he just plays his butt off. I mean, he just has a high motor. Um, uh, Enoch is a high level guy. The uh, Malik uh, Williams, Malik Williams, can play. And um, you know, they, they they're they're deep. They they're a good basketball team. Um, they I think Chris Mack runs a lot of good actions and and stuff that puts them in positions to be successful. So we're going to have to really, really guard. We're going to if you I, – I don't – again, I don't have the stats right in front of me. They're my car, but um, uh, I, I, I know in conference they're shooting like 44-some-odd percent from three. Am I right on that, Andy, there? Or, um, and overall I think they're in the high 30s. But in conference play, I was looking at the conference stats. They were at like over 40% from three-point range. They are really shooting the ball at a high clip right now. And it's been shown that I've watched their last few games. Now, the Pittsburgh game the previous Tuesday I watched – today as well too they 
you know, they should they Pittsburgh had them. They did a nice job against them. They, there was an over back call late in overtime mm-hmm. there. But uh, am I, do you have the stats right there? My right uh, ACC play don't have it, but they are 18th overall nationally in three yeah. point percentage, 38.7. Yeah, they're high. So in the I I knew that in the in the ACC they're over 40. I, they lead the ACC in three point shooting. They're shooting 45 percent from three over their last five games. Maybe it's over the last five games. Okay, but is that their last five in the oh ACC? I, I'm trying. Yeah, it is in the ACC. Goodness gracious. Okay, that's overall in ACC, right? Or last five, just last five. How about this? How about we tease that I will have their three-point percentage okay. in conference play? Because we like do you. have to hit one last okay. timeout. And you do know, I need you to have that tweet out that we do lead the ACC in 62, uh, almost 63% of our field goals are assisted. That's a big stat for me. That means the ball's being moved in conference play. That's a good stat for Georgia Tech. No question about it. I need you to it. tweet that out, Andy. I will do that momentarily. Yeah. I will be multitasking at my best Thank here you. during our last commercial break. We'll wrap things up with head coach Josh Pastor as we continue to get you sent for the Jackets and Louisville Cardinals Wednesday night at the Yum Center. Tip-off right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. One final break and back to wrap it up on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from Inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799. Libman makes a difference. The Libman Mop Crew is part of our winning team. The Libman Mop Crew makes sure the hardwood is clean and safe for the players every game at McCamish Pavilion. No matter what kind of flooring you have at your home court, Libman has the tools to keep it clean. Our mops, brooms, and brushes are proudly family-made in the USA. Visit Libman.com to see our whole lineup and for a store locator. That's Libman.com. Libman, proud partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Gold. It's not just our color. It's our commitment. It defines us. Drives us. It's our standard and our pursuit. When you come to the flats, you need to remember something. Our gold is unbreakable, forever gold-blooded. We are Georgia Tech Basketball. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from Inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799. All right, so here we go, Coach. You guys lead the ACC in conference play. 62% of your main field goals are assisted. I got that one. 
Louisville. Are you tweeting that out there? I, I will tweet okay. it out, yes. Let's, let's handle the business okay, first okay. here on the air. Uh, Louisville is shooting 44.9% from three in conference games. That's number one in the nation by a wide margin. So our joint chiropractic adjustments for the Louisville game, break it down for us really quick. What's at the top of the whiteboard to emerge with yet another road ACC win? Well, I know this sounds very generic, but let's not turn the ball over. Can we get, because a lot of people in our turnovers are talking about our possessions. Are we the percentage of turnovers? Uh, I just look at the numbers. And yes, we have higher possessions. We've got to have lower turnovers. Not the percentage, it just needs to be It needs to be 10 or less, 9 or less, and then we'll have a chance to win the game. All right, there you go. Coach, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you Wednesday in Louisville. Thank you, Andy. All right, he's head coach Josh Pastor. For our network engineer, Miller Pope, Dan Kortz inside the network studios, and the Demetrius saying so long. Thanks once again for listening to GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. You've been listening to GT60 live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tune in each week throughout the year to get the latest on Yellow Jacket Athletics. Tonight's show has been brought to you by Georgia Power, bringing you the energy for every game day and to your community too. Visit georgiapower.com sports to learn more. GT60 is a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Georgia Tech Sports Network.